Video Junkyard Podcast. Blockbuster is giving free DVD rentals until the 4th of July. Yes, it's a Blockbuster video membership card. Cheap meat! So you can watch a bunch of different movies every day this weekend and not pay a dime. The Video Junkyard Podcast presents free rentals. What show was it? I, I came in... JoJo's Amazing Adventures. It's a new anime oh. on Netflix. Okay. That was JoJo <laughs> yeah. Bizarre Adventure. JoJo Bizarre Adventure. Yeah. yeah, there you go. It's huh. it's really fucking weird. It's like a B-movie equivalent, like over-the-top, kind of like killer clowns level of over-the-top in an anime. Even for an anime standard, it's weird. I, I did watch <laughs> a few Sounds moments of it and got the point that I think I know what it is about anime that I don't like, and that's the exposition. <laughs> it's it's just, I, I get it. People like it. That's cool. I'm not bashing them. I just, for me, I can't take that like, oh, well, now I will fight you with this. It's like, no, either play D&D or don't. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... And I was like, I get that when I read comic books, I expect that in comic books. But it's like the point of making it animated so you don't have to do all that shit. The whole point of doing the live action is so you can express yeah. it. Anyways. But that's just it's, some it's, of that's got to be at least I always thought it's got to be a little bit lost in translation because you're seeing translated dubbed stuff from Japanese uh, from Japanese screenplay and uh I don't know. That's just what I always kind of credited a lot of it to. But yeah, I mean, it's certainly all got that style. But I don't think American, like actually made in America in English stuff has quite the same. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know enough about it. Well, I mean, even I, I do think it's a, a predominantly a Japanese just storytelling style, because even in a lot of their movies, there's moments of very blunt exp exposition, like a lot of the old, you know, um, Shogun Warrior type movies, the Sunny Chiba movies, yeah. Bruce Lee, a lot of exposition, a lot of now I will fight you with my tiger claw because like <laughs> people watching don't know what the fuck tiger claw is, you know. So <laughs> well, that's why they, they gotta tell you. That's why they have to tell you. And so I don't know. I just I like kung fu movies, but I just I have a hard time with uh, with some animes. So I I am a person who does enjoy anime. I don't enjoy every anime, but I enjoy some animes. Mm -hmm. Um, actually, I enjoy quite a few, but I have a huge friend base that watches anime, you know, and I have a lot of people who watch anime, but we all don't watch the same right. types yeah, you mentioned of anime. Before. <laughs> yeah, like it's kind of so, all over the place. So Jojo Bizarre Adventure is definitely an anime that my friend David, podcaster. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, so I watched the few, first few episodes. He goes, dude, it's just so fucking weird. Like, it's just over the top. We used to watch Dragon Ball Z. I, I don't care much for Dragon Ball Z as I got older. It's just like, I, I did. I started to fall out of the, the show and jump animes, which are the ones like Naruto, Naruto, One Piece, Dragon Ball Z. Those are just the same formulaic over uh, exposition type uh, fighting animes, you know? Like, you get, each one's a different level. It's like D&D. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah. the repeated, it's like, it's the same formula. But uh, I actually like the other one. I like other ones uh, that have more deeper storytelling. Like, I liked Castlevania. Yeah, I liked Castlevania a lot. 
Um, and those are the types of animes I watch. There's a lot of animes and, like that. Yeah, and I've gone back. I've actually watched Castlevania a couple of times. It's one of the few Netflix series that I've watched numerous times because it's short, but it's good. Um, There's also I, uh, I did like Attack on Titan. I was going to say Attack on Titan. Yep. And Cowboy is, Bebop. I haven't watched Cowboy Bebop, but oh, um, dude, that's like I, the I best one ever. See, I'm reluctant. Yeah, see, everybody keeps telling me that. That's <laughs> what they said about Akira, and I did, didn't like Akira. Akira is an artsy film. It's eh. no. When I what I mean by that is it's a like the Akira graphic novel is a very like popular cyberpunk graphic mm-hmm. novel, and the animated movie got as close as it could. The animation style is amazing. It's just it's know what it is. Akira is the Japanese Blade Runner. Yeah. That's what Akira is. It has a lot of deep, meaningful stuff for those who really like it. Uh, and if you can't get into that, you can at least appre- appreciate the cinematography. Blade Runner. Um, yeah, that one, though, if you get somebody who's just like, I like that. Yeah, that's a taste. Not everyone yeah. likes Akira. Um, yeah. I, I've seen I, it maybe once, and I was 12. I never wanted to see it again. <laughs> I a lot think of I figured out like, what, what my yeah, issue is with the anime, and that's that I don't know if I've ever seen any of it. <laughs> Like, you listed all this stuff up, like, no, heard of it, never seen it, heard of it, never seen it. I think of it, you'd like Attack on Titan. I've read some of the um, graphic novels for Attack on Titan, okay. which I think are cool. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, I would be interested in seeing that. But Yeah, it it did turn me on to, like, okay, I'll give more of these a shot. But I, and uh, Ryan, I think it's funny you mentioned that, of like, you got a whole bunch of friends that all like anime, but none of you like the same stuff. Um I, I think I, that's another thing, too, is, you know, how we, we talk about this on the show a lot, how if if you know someone who likes killer clowns from outer space, they're probably OK. You know, with anime, it's so all over the place. Like, you'd be like, yeah, I really like anime. And it's totally different shit than anyone else likes. Yeah, it's and a huge it's, genre. In Japan. It's a big mm-hmm. genre. So, yeah, yeah. it's it's. Um, it's kind of hard to gauge too, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think what I've even seen that is considered anime. I mean, I'm sure I've seen something, but well, um, maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> I've tried sharing some of the animes that I like mm-hmm. with Joe and attempt to kind of, uh, I don't think you actually watched too many. Some of them I did. Okay. I don't remember yeah. which ones. That's yeah. thing, a lot of them kind of bleed together for me, but, uh, the other thing too is their commitment. They are like, a they big, can be commitment yeah um um i i shared my three movies with you Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah evangelion i remember watching that one yeah that one is i've heard of that too interesting i haven't seen it (laughs) the the actual like the original anime was like made in the 90s i watched that one's on netflix now and the redubbing's weird uh like they redubbed and re-subbed everything so a lot of the fan base is like that's a weird way to word that that's not how that's done anyways I, I watched their remade their remade movies, so they condensed the twenty six episode anime uh, into th- well, they're supposed to be four movies, but so far they only made the three into like three hour and a half long movies. Uh, so a lot of filler gets just thrown away, which made me happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I can't watch the actual original anime because it's like uh, this is. There's moments where it's painful. There's really good bits, but there's moments where it's just like, this is so anime. Like, this is so cringy. Well, she was watching something, and I was just kind of in the room, in and out, and watching it. It's like, okay, these two people are, have been talking for the last half hour about how they're going to kick each other's ass when they start fighting. 
And yeah, I'm like, the last cool. line of the episode is, all right, now let us fight. And it's like, okay. And then you've got like the five minute credit <laughs> sequence, which I don't know if it's the beginning or the end. It's weird. And then the next episode starts. And I'm like, oh, so they're going to fight now. No, no. She explained. No, they probably won't fight for another five episodes. They have to do shit talking to each other with extreme exposition for five more episodes. Like, what the hell? So, and this is JoJo? No, Naruto. Oh, yeah, that's Naruto. I couldn't do Naruto. And, um, <laughs> I couldn't oh, what do was it. the one Lisa really liked? Um, Inuyasha. Inuyasha. Yeah. 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 I I loved Inuyasha when I was twelve. <laughs> it's a soap opera. It's a soap opera. It's a soap opera with demons from the Japan's feudal era. It's yeah. it's interesting. Like I tried rewatching it on Netflix. Like looking back at it, I'm like, oh wow. Like yeah, this is very soap opera for like a teenager. Mm-hmm. That's what the show was made for. It was made for. 12 to 18 <laughs> like mm. um so it's like ah that's explains everything but i had a nostalgia so i kept watching yeah <laughs> but it's it's kind of like power rangers meets uh days of our lives but with a lot of blood and guts and boobs and butts i started how did i not sell you <laughs> <laughs> i started rewatching the witcher on netflix mm. how's that going how's really the second good. watch Okay. It's good. I, I'm well. I'm also going through the first audiobook of short stories, and a lot of the same stories are in the show. Yeah. And so it's fun. And then you know, I realizing like I really like Henry Cavill as an actor. Yeah. And I you know keep saying like I wanted to see him as Superman more because I think he was really good in the bit that we saw. Uh, so I've decided that I'm going to starting. Well, I kind of started this weekend, and I'll be doing it over the next however long. I'm going to watch all of the DCEU movies in order. So I'm starting with Man of Steel. Yeah. And then tomorrow will be um, Batman versus Batman. Superman. And just go through from there. So you're going to watch like the five or six films? No, the whole thing. Man of Steel all the way to Birds of Prey. Isn't that like five or six films? There's 11, 10. 11. Is there? Suicide Squad, Aquaman, Wonder Woman, oh, Shazam. Oh, um, Shazam. You know, yeah, all those, all those fit in there. I wonder if that was a testament to how I feel about DC movies. Uh, like subconsciously, <laughs> it's like you know, oh, I forgot that so many were made. I, I'm not against DC movies. I watch them. I have Aquaman. I enjoyed Suicide Squad, and I look forward to the second one. Or yeah, they're one. just they were they weren't marketed in a package, you know, as well as the Marvel stuff ended up yeah. being. After you know, middle of phase one, um, and, and there's a lot of reasons. Marvel has the whole entire DC, not sorry, has the whole entire Disney, yeah, financing to do what it does. Uh, they just have Warner Brothers, and Warner, yeah, and Warner Brothers has shown time and time again that they don't really understand the property. There are that they eight own. exactly DCEU movies. Eight DC movies. Yeah. Yep. See, I, I was so I was right. Yeah, yeah. watch all. I was off by one or two. Yeah, we were in the middle. You were you were eleven ten. I was I was five and six. We're just meeting in the middle. Yeah. So <laughs> anyway, that sounds like fun. Yeah, you know what? Actually, rewatching Man of Steel, I'm like, this isn't a bad movie. I get it. It's like here's a new take on Superman. We all know the mythology, so here's just a, a different perspective of it. You can see what they were trying to do is cash in on the Christopher Nolan kind of gritty yeah. 
superhero thing, and he's even a producer on the movie. He was, yeah, yeah. that one he was, yeah. So, you know, yeah, you can see what they were trying to do, but it doesn't have the hope that you want in Superman. But instead of course correcting, they just kind of said, now ram through it. And though I will, I will admit the version of uh, Batman versus Superman I'm going to watch is actually the director's cut. So, yeah, that one is arguably better. <laughs> I would say it is, yeah. Only, if only because it closes some of the like really obvious plot holes in the <laughs> uh, theatrical cut. So it, it yeah. also is it also is nice to see Clark Kent doing some reporting and investigating. Yeah, yeah. Like he is a journalist, and it shows him doing that um, in, in some really cool ways. And yeah, that's a whole other episode. But yeah, I never really show like Clark being much of a journalist in most adaptations of superman i've noticed no but in the comics they do a lot mm-hmm. okay in the comics it's really common okay um, but yeah you're right it's not something that we've seen a lot of just like i would say the same about batman you don't see same doing the yeah. amount of detective stuff in the movies except for the animated movie. series oh in the animated series it was a detective like yeah. a motherfucker but yeah, in the oh, movies, yeah. They, well, they rarely do much with it it's it's very minor. I guess in this new version, the new one they're doing with Robert Pattinson, I guess that's going to be a main focus is like yeah. he's a detective. I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Could be cool. Could be yeah. cool. I, I, I have, have high hopes for that one. So, yeah, yeah. good. Okay. Sorry, we've been jumping around a bit. But anyways, <laughs> that's OK. We always do. I want to say like the DC thing. I'm not against it. By the way, I hope I don't huh. come off as somebody who was. Huh. I enjoy them, uh, but I also like. Yeah, they don't get the same treatment as D, uh, Marvel. They're not the same. Um, I think when DC started to try to ease back and trying to mimic Marvel, they got better. Like with Shazam, Aquaman. Um, I think they're just focusing on doing their own movies and like, yeah, there's some yeah. connecting threads, but we're not trying to obviously build up something here. You know, that was their their problem. And I think, to be fair, too, the movies are fine for the most part. I mean, I don't I thought Suicide Squad actually is poorly made in like the dialogue. The editing is is really bad. Uh, It's one of my favorite modern B movies, though. It is. (laughs) And I'll give it that. It's got some really bad lines that are like unintentionally laughable. But yeah. um, But no, that's a, a, a great direction of like, you know, studio meddling into a film like it made it worse. Um there's a bunch of creative decisions in that that I don't really understand, but um, they the DC films I find have a lot more rewatchability because they do a little better of standing on their own each like as a movie just by itself. Mm. And I have to also wonder would would there be this much hate on this franchise if the MCU wasn't its direct and obviously superior competition? Like, is it look that bad? All of are all of them really that bad? Or do they just look that much worse compared to the polished, shiny MCU? Yeah. I've actually found them to be more appealing because I feel like they tackle more real... I don't know. Like, like they have a... It sounds funny because I'll admit they're not as good of movies. Like, overall, if you're going to say which one's better, then it's it's fairly obvious what the answer is. But um, I feel like the DC movies did attempt to, like, tackle some bigger issues than the Marvel movies ever have. They've just been unapologetically, and they should be, because they're, they're just, you know, popcorn, fun, big blockbuster Disney movies, you know? And that's fine. They're, they're, they're good, and they're good at what they're doing. But 
I do feel like that the DC movies did try to tackle some bigger things, at least at first. And unfortunately, because they weren't successful with getting that across in all cases, that it actually ended up kind of hurting the films. But um, the ambition was there to, to do a little more with it. But, but I feel, yeah, I feel like Marvel then kind of ran with some of that in the later phases, you know, like the whole, the fallout of having a bunch of heroes that could destroy a city. Yeah. You know, it's like they tried doing that first with Batman versus Superman and people were kind of like, I don't know. I thought it was highly effective. Like the first, like, I want to say the first half of that movie is solid. Then it starts to fall apart. But yeah, that movie came out around the same time as Civil War. I remember seeing it the same summer or same time. Uh, Batman versus Superman and Civil War. I saw it at the same time. Roughly. Okay. Yeah, that it, in my memory, that seems like it's right around the same time. But uh, I remember, yeah. Hmm. I remember that. There's something about that. But yeah, there's just, I don't know, there's something a little, I like the rewatchability. I also like that with the the DC films, this is a universe that already exists and you're being plop down into it and the marvel thing kind of built everything for the most part built everything from the ground up each movie was an origin you had to get through a lot of origin stories for the most usually yeah. uh, you know black panther was a little bit different but that was so much later on um and so i liked that about um the dc movies they it's felt more like that. yeah they felt more like a comic book like, okay, if you just picked up a random comic book, they're not going to go into the history of Gotham City. They're not going to go into the history of Batman every time. Um, honestly, one of my favorite scenes in any of the DC movies, honestly, is the uh, beginning of Justice League when Batman catches the Parademon. Mm-hmm. I thought that's, that was just cool. Like, there's a, you know, there's the guy who's like the cat burglar and Batman uses him as bait. It's just like, I, that was just a cool sequence. Um, it's like, yes, this shit happens. All those little things in Suicide Squad when Batman shows up just for a brief thing here, there, the Flash yeah. shows up. I, I like that those things. there was, yeah, there was a universe, a little bit of a universe feel. It started to work a little bit there towards the end of the Justice League, I guess, era, I guess, if you're going to call it that. But yeah. it started to feel like, oh, okay, so I, we're building this, as, you know, as sloppy as they were, but it's cool that Batman showed up in a movie that wasn't a Batman movie, quote unquote, and... Yeah, I don't know. But, I mean, there's right. so many Batman movies. It would just be nonsensical. Right. <laughs> to just like, you want to see another Batman origin? Like, I don't know how many times I can see a kid get orphaned. Yeah. Or even that, more, I don't that, know how many times I can fucking watch pearls drop in a dirty, wet alleyway. That yeah, annoyed me a bit about the Batman. In the monotony. Batman versus Superman is that it's like, I, I didn't need there to be a Batman origin. And that, at this point, you know, our cultural zeitgeist, we, we got it, guys. We don't need the origin ever again. Like <laughs> They could have showed the death of Robin as the origin in the credits. Yeah. 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 Left that kind of amb- ambiguous, but show like what I mean, happened. Honestly, because we don't know why. OK, we know how why Batman became Batman, but we don't know why Batman kind of seemed like he stopped being Batman because I hint towards that in, mm-hmm. in uh, the Dawn of Justice, you know, Batman v Superman. That like, oh, it kind of get this feeling that he's been out of practice for a while and he's now just get back into the swing of things. Like they mentioned, like Batman's back in Gotham. And yeah, they make a comment. A dark they Knight make a thing. comment about it. And it's in the director's cut when he's when when Clark is over in Gotham talking to people and like 
you know, low income housing and stuff. And, and they're like, yeah, he's been different lately. He's been more angry, more aggressive. He's been branding people like that whole thing. I know people bashed it and, and rightfully so. They bashed like Batman wouldn't be branding people. And it's like, yeah, but if you watch the director's cut, it explains that, yes, he's gone off the chain a bit. Mm-hmm. And so that that context was really, really important because um, it made sense. And yeah, you're right with the whole, you know, death of Robin. They should have gone into that a bit more. They should have done something with that, mentioned it. But oh well, I just finished my drink. I didn't <laughs> tell you guys uh, I, I made it my up uh, my own quarantine drink. Oh, sh- shit. Nice. Uh, it's called it's called a cosmonaut screwdriver. Okay. It's just vodka and two tablespoons of tang powder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's pretty I'm much a, straight vodka with some sugar. I, I'm oh, gonna, God. I'll... So much. You know what it tastes like? <laughs> An alcoholic version of one of those freezy pops, like the orange freezy pop. I think yeah, the I first guess. time I ever had a screwdriver, what I called a screwdriver, I, want, I knew that was the only cocktail I knew how to make in like eighth grade. Yeah, and yep. so you know, oh, orange juice and vodka. So that's easy, life. right? Yeah. So I was at my mom's, and she said, "Okay, you know, you're not going anywhere. If you want to have a drink, you can." And so I decided to pour myself a glass of vodka, and they didn't have any orange juice, so I put an orange popsicle in a bowl in the microwave and melted it. Yep, <laughs> and added that, and uh, that, that does that... not taste like a screwdriver. No, no, this like this tastes. But I like... will say. The Metamucil fiber drink I have to drink every night tastes exactly like that. <laughs> okay. I was going to say, this drink here tastes like Kool-Aid meets uh, low-shelf alcohol. So like Mad Dog 2020. It tastes like Mad Dog 2020, nice. only not as harsh, um, funny enough. So did you guys – have you guys made any unique mixed drinks, or are you just drinking no, – what you drinking? What's in your cup? Right now, um, a Miller 64 and a Modelo – because I really overdid it on the whiskey last night. So you have to, you have to medello it out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, 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 I had a, I had to do a, I rarely have to do a hair of the dog, but I did this morning. You're getting older. We all are. <laughs> yeah. I had to do a bloody Mary this morning. Cause it was, we made a fire last night and we sat around and I brought my hookah outside. Ooh, and, nice. And so we watched TV and had a fire and we were up to like two watching Jojo. No, God, we, watched, we watched Kill Bill Volume One and Two. Okay, and because um, I haven't watched it in years, mm-hmm. and then just I ran out of ice in my glass, and so I just started pouring Jim Beam in it straight and drinking it. And this is a slippery slope. Joe. I had a fucking horrible <laughs> headache this morning. So starts with Kill Bill Volume One, and then by Kill Bill Volume Two, you're an alcoholic. <laughs> I think it was before it got started. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Eric? Oh, just drinking some. Uh, I have a couple of beers. Um, one from a local brewery, Crystal Lake Brewing Company, actually, which is Hop Driver, which mm. is good. And then uh, another Chicago brewery, Alarmist. Um, what's it called? Yeah. The um, Pantless Pale Ale. So nice. <laughs> but unfortunately, I'm wearing pants. Well, I don't know if that's fortunately or unfortunately, but well, we yeah, see how the so. rest of this review goes. I that's might right. change. You never know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I will say I do have to chase this drink down with water, not because it's too strong, because I don't like how the sugar sticks to my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that sounds like <laughs> a lot of sugar. Mm. 
I don't care for it, <laughs> um, but it's what I got. I might. I did. I did have the chance to buy an 18 pack of Miller High Life, so I'm probably gonna nice. chase my liquor with beer so that I'm in the clear. That made sense, right? That's, it's a rhyme. Isn't that it? Isn't yeah. it? I think you're right. Yeah. I'm goes. in my I'm in my 30s now, so you guys know that. Oh yeah. Just faith at this point. Faith. And it just actually means you're never in the clear. It's just like gambling every time. So. Every time. Every yeah. Time. Every time we get up. Um, uh-huh. So this was a great uh, okay. episode of free rentals. Yeah. Okay. I got the Skype recording. I, it oh, could yeah, be one. I, I think <laughs> it should be. And that was that was that was our intro. <laughs> Thirty minutes in. That was the intro. All right. Good night, yeah. everybody. You have been listening to the Video Junkyard Podcast. I do wish we could chat longer, but. I'm having an old friend You just can't let them go? Go! Stay on the road. Keep clear to the moors. We want to take this opportunity to thank you for listening to the Video Junkyard Podcast and remind you to find us on social media on Facebook at facebook.com slash videojunkyardpodcast on Twitter at videojunkpod and on Instagram as videojunkyardpodcast all one word. Want to thank you again for listening and keep digging. Who knows what treasures you'll find in the video junkyard. Hello fellow time travelers, I'm Tony Witt with the Doctor Who Target Book Club podcast, the podcast in which we undertake the insert adjective here task of discussing in story order all of the Doctor Who novelizations. I'm joined by... Dalton Hughes. And by... Alison Fitzsafry. And we record our episodes twice a month. You're listening to the Video Junkyard Podcast. Enjoy your travels.